We're looking for a little slice of England for today's GeoQuiz. It's a perfect country scene. On a green near a church, there's a distinctively English game taking place. It's cricket, and if they're not playing cricket, the locals continue the English tradition of dancing round the maypole. This is not England, though. This cricket match is being played under the hot Caribbean sun, and while many of the locals have Anglo names, Spanish is the language you hear most often. The nearby fields are filled with sugarcane, not the wheat of old England, and the government is run by communists, not by the British Parliament. You got it yet? Because the answer is here, now. Cuba. Who knew that some in Cuba identified themselves first and foremost as British West Indians? The BBC's Sarah Rainsford went to Baragua in central Cuba to meet some of them. Deep in the countryside of communist Cuba, there is a small and unusual community. These are British West Indians and they're struggling to keep old traditions alive. Their families founded St James's Church here almost a century ago. It stands in the shadow of the sugar mill that first lured them to the island. In those days, the mill was run by Americans. My name is Albert Springer Howard. My parents from Barbados. They know that there was work here and they came to earn money so as to return back to their country. But after seeing the situation was so good... They remain and they made families here. Back then, English was the language of the streets here, but that's fading. The community's English school was closed after Cuba's revolution, and even the church service is in Spanish now. There's just a handful of people in the pews. They look very hard. The future is not looking too well. This church used to be full, especially in festivities days, such as the Christmas. But now it's decaying. But the younger generation is passionate about some traditions here. I've just walked onto a very overgrown playing field with a couple of rusty goalposts next to a field full of sugar cane. I'm right in the middle of Cuba, but in front of me there's a distinctly English scene. There are men in bright white trousers and caps playing cricket. Their grandparents introduced the game to Cuba, but it takes dedication to keep it going now. There's no state funding because the government doesn't recognise cricket as an official sport. Hi. el bate. Well, lad batting has just smacked the ball and cracked his bat into two pieces. It's pretty much good for nothing now. It's difficult to get the, the board to make the, the, the bat. The wood, them. yeah? Yes, the wood to make the bat them. So we can try and see what we can do. Nice, Ruby. Nice. All right, five. There is just one survivor in this town now from the original wave of English-speaking migrants. Where are you from? Where, where were you born? Jamaica. Ruby Ellis, a small woman with a big, crinkly smile. Like everyone, she came looking for a better life here. Today, like most Cubans, the West Indians now rely on financial support sent by relatives abroad. And most, like Ruby's son Francisco, can't even afford to visit them. I would like to visit Jamaica because that's my mother, my mother uh, land. But 
and never have that opportunity. Never. I would like to go Jamaican Barbados. In the meantime, Francisco's keeping a flavor of his mother's homeland alive here in Cuba. He's part of a maypole dancing group. They practice near the mill, the women flinging their skirts as they thread bright-colored ribbons around the pole, and the men performing acrobatics to the beat of the drums. Almost a century on, it seems some customs are very resilient. For the world, this is Sarah Rainsford, Baragua, Central Cuba.